Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When it's over the time I fall in love again And when it's over That's the time you're in my heart again And when you go, 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 go I know it never ends Never ends All the things that I used to say All the words that got in the way Welcome back. It is Friday here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We are talking about the breaking news. The Buffalo Diocese has claimed bankruptcy or filed chapter 11 bankruptcy that'll move all the lawsuits that are pending trial uh it'll move them now to u.s bankruptcy court but for now those lawsuits those hearings are obviously on hold as they reorganize under chapter 11 803-0930 star 930 you guys heard a lot of what I think in the first hour, so with a full bank of phone calls, let's hear what you think, and we will start over in Williamsville with Bill. Bill, good morning. Good morning to the edgy voice of Buffalo. Ah, thank you, Bill. What do you got for us today? Uh, well, I have a cold that you gave me over the phone last week, so... I apologize. So, it can't be from you, so I won't blame you. Uh, one thing I'd like to say, I, I really, I appreciate your fervent, uh, uh, what should I say? Um, I guess fervent attitude towards this whole situation. I'm not sure what your religious or, you know, your faith background is mine. I grew up in the Catholic church. Well, and, and Bill, I just, I, I try to make that clear from the beginning. I am not a Catholic. I am a Presbyterian. So this is from, this is an outsider commenting on, what I see going on at the Catholic diocese. Well, I look at it as a, I'm an, I'm an insider outsider. I became a born again Christian, which is just following the uh, faith of the Bible, um, which I think is, is pretty straightforward. 
the Catholic Church, again, people have to realize that when the word religion is attached, that's a man-made thing. So the Catholic Church is a man-made religion. Nothing against it. And I think people would say, I, I'm go, I, I lost my faith in the church. Well, if, if the church to you originally was the fact that it's God's house and the people gathering, because that's the church, not the building, that's, that's the institution. It's, that's, that's it. So it's just not for me that I got away because of that. But one thing people have to realize on the Catholic Church, the power, the worldwide power and finances, you're talking hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years with uh, just the the laws and based on based most of the laws in the Catholic Church are based on guilt right from when they they teach it right from uh in the grade school with your Dick and Jane readers and then they go to the guilt of all the different sin levels so which is sad because if you have to live in guilt you can never really be good enough based on man um you know to get out of that now like you and like myself and other people, I knew they're going to do this because, uh, you know, they're doing, and like Malone, I, I still am surprised to this day with David Bellavia and Tom Bowerly, how fervent they were for the support of Malone, you know, with the aspect that he's not to blame, he's not to blame. Well, he is to blame in the aspect that he did not make his culpability uh as a man of God, if you truly believe you're going to stand in front of the man, you know, God, when your time comes, what are you going to say? Well, you know, no, sometimes you have to step away and say, listen, I'm a man. I believe in God. This is what I have to do no matter what. And I think uh, covering CYA is what I think most of the Catholic Church has been doing forever forever with everything they've done. It's quite a history if you read into it. And uh, nothing against Bill and Eden, but when he got so upset uh, quite a while back on the uh, people commenting about Malone and his power and his, uh, you know, standing in the community, and he, you know, he was so uh, outraged with the word. He didn't swear, but he used what in the double, you know, what in the double hockey sticks does that guy think he has commenting about Malone? I think everybody in the church, whether it's just the Christian lifestyle, Catholic, Lutheran, Presbyterian, Baptist, whatever, those are men. Everybody's a man, a woman. We're not God. So that's really what I have to say. I'm glad this is coming out. We knew it would come out. Anybody with half a brain, this is what they're going to do. So anyway, keep up the good work. Bill in Williamsville, thank you for the call. Opens up a line for you at 803-0930. Let's take one more before the break. Let's go over to Buffalo and talk to Diane. Diane, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I would like to know which Catholic churches have the pedophiles, because that would be a Catholic church I would like to avoid. They really never tell you. So, I mean, not, not every Catholic church has pedophile priests in it. Well, Diana, I, I'm, I, right now, I hope and it, that there are none left in the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. I hope so, too. Those accused have been removed. Which churches are dangerous to go to? Well, Diane, right now, I, I would say this. I, I would say in 2020, there are no accused priests practicing at any parish in Western New York, and I think everyone 
should feel safe and welcome to whatever Catholic church in the area they choose to go to. Right. Okay. And also, um, all the, the schools like St. Joe's, and, um, you know, those aren't safe, aren't they? I think in 2020, they are very safe. Here's the thing. This is all about cover-ups in the past and if there are any still going on. I would say, though, if you any accusation made against a priest, that priest is suspended at, during the investigation. There is not one accused priest left in practice in 2020. Okay, but people need to know, you know, pedophiles go where the kids are. I mean, it could be a church, it could be a coach, it could be a school teacher. It's going to be, you know, they like kids. So you might want to, like, uh, you know, be careful when you have kids. All right, Diane in Buffalo opens up a line for you at 803-0930. Here's, let me make this clear. Bishop Ed has done nothing to make me think he is partaking in any kind of cover-up or would partake in any kind of cover-up. The past administrations of the Buffalo Diocese have, have taken part in a cover-up, including Bishop Malone. He covered up until he was exposed. And then, of course, hey... There's a zero-tolerance policy. I didn't do any cover-ups. Bishop Malone was just as guilty of covering up as those before him. Bishop Ed, to my knowledge, hasn't done any cover-up, and he hasn't done anything for us to not trust him. You can look at his work in Albany and before. And to this point, there is nothing to say that we shouldn't trust the current bishop, and there is nothing out there to say that we shouldn't trust those priests that are practicing today, that are worshiping today. The Buffalo Diocese has removed all accused priests, which is a step in the right direction, of course. But that doesn't excuse their actions from the past. And I think to have 100% trust, they need to show exactly what they did, what they covered up, in who all was accused. Not this step-by-step, not these lists that keep getting added, added to. Everything they have documentation on should be released, especially for those who give their time and give their effort and give their money to the Buffalo Diocese. More of your calls after this. It's Joe Beamer here on WBEN. Let me just clarify what I said to Diane um, at the end of the last segment. Ever since the Catholic Diocese was exposed, ever since Charlie Speck started his investigation, they did start putting accused priests on, uh, sp- suspending accused priests. So my, my comment to Diane was, all accused priests, to my knowledge, have been removed from their parish, are not practicing priests. That was my comment to Diane. Now, 803-0930, but to open up a line, I'd have to take a call. So let's go to, we'll go back to Buffalo and talk to Bob. Buffalo Bob, good morning. Hi, Beamer, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, Bob. What do you got for us? Enjoy your your, uh, 
show uh, immensely. Uh, Thank you very much. Make one correction. You said since this uh, broke, the priests have been removed. To my knowledge, yes. I can tell you that they were removed before that. I can remember back 15 years when they were removed from ministry, they went into a facility and they could say mass in private, okay, not to the public. And I know people that would go to these priests because they had a following. And, and they didn't believe the, the accusations against them, okay? So the, the diocese has been removing them for years, okay? And this abuse goes back, I'm in my 80s. I, came in, I was an altar boy. And luckily, I had parents that uh, talked to us kids. They were, they were open with us. They taught us about abuse. Uh, I myself uh, was approached I, a number of times, but there was two that were outstanding to me. One actually was in church, not a priest, but another parishioner. The other time it was on a, on a bus, a public bus. And because of the talk I had with my parents, I know, knew how to act and, and what to do, you know. So, like I said, this, this has gone on for, for, for years and years. And my big question is, you know, there are more victims than just the ones that were abused. What about the priests that have been accused falsely, okay, and they've looked into it? That puts a, a, a stigma on these guys forever and ever. They spent their whole life in, in the ministry, and then they're, some of them I know are retired, and uh, they're victims of it too. Because once once you're you're pegged, you've got that for life, and uh, I, f- I actually feel sorry for these guys. And you know they say money is the root of all evil. If you stop and think, okay, the church covered it up. What do you think for? They didn't want people not to contribute and whatnot. So it it I mean I'm not saying they were right, but I I can. Uh, what about uh, these attorneys that are handling these lawsuits? And what about the victims that are getting paid? How much money are these attorneys and these victims donating to agencies that deal with child abuse? Well, Bob, Bob, let me let me just ask you a, a follow-up question. Do do you think that for those who were abused, yeah. don't you think that the diocese of Buffalo should have to pay for that? Oh, I'm not saying they shouldn't. Okay, but what I'm saying is. What are they going to, are they going to, uh, if, if they're so uh, abused and they're so uh, upset about it, why not donate some of that money you're getting back to an agency that deals with child abuse? I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of them are. Okay, how about the lawyers? Well, you'd have to ask the lawyers, but you know what? Oh. I, I do know some of the lawyers that I've heard come on, the, uh, come on this station and I'm not just saying that because they they advertise on the station or they've been on the station, but you know what? They are in it for the for the right reason. And, and I, I think there are some attorney. I think there are most attorneys that are dealing with this. Are there are some out there that are Catholic, and, and they want this for the better of the future of the Catholic diocese. Yeah. I right. I, I I would love to know uh, these these attorneys. I mean, you turn on the television right now. The latest one I heard. If you're a victim of vaping, you can sue. If you get a phone call that's a, a robocall, you can sue. Well, Bob, that is that is a topic for a different show, but I, I want to go back on something you said. Yeah. Those who have been falsely accused, yes, they 
they should be allowed back in. And it is sad that that stigma follows them for those who are truly good people and were falsely accused. But it also hurts the real victims. And that's the reason a lot of real victims don't want to come forward because of the ones who have falsely accused decent men. Yeah, you know, I, 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 can, I can feel uh, sympathy for the, the victims that were abused. Uh, but I don't know. Like I said, I was very fortunate that had parents that, that taught us about that. And, and it's not only in churches. It's, it's anywhere you go in public. If you're a halfway decent-looking young man, you're, I hate to put you on the spot, but you're, you're uh, what, in your 30s? Yes, 31. Were you, were you ever approached by anybody? I was not, but I am not an attractive person. So, oh. <laughs> Hey, Bob, I got to go. We got news coming up. You have a good weekend, okay? Okay, same to you. Bob in Buffalo does open a line for you at 803-0930. You know what? We have 90 seconds, so I will not take another call. We will take calls when we come back. We are talking about the breaking situation out of the Buffalo Diocese. They have filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. More on that at 1 o'clock. More on that at 1 o'clock when we carry their press conference. But you know what? It's Friday. A lot of you are getting ready for the weekend. There's going to be a warm-up at the end of the weekend. So what about this? Why don't you call us right now, 644-9875, and be a qualifier for the grand prize of a brand-new Blaze Grill from National Fuel. Now, along with being a qualifier, you will also win a four-pack of tickets to the Buffalo Home Show, which runs March 6th through 8th, and again, the 13th through the 15th at the current Buffalo Niagara Convention Center. Minimum value, $44. Get discounted adult tickets to the Home Show by using promo code WBEN at buffalohomeshow.com. Call in now. You could be a qualifier. And if you are chosen to be a qualifier, you win a four-pack of tickets. Here on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.
Welcome back. It is the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer with you until 11. I'm sorry, until noon. And then, like I said, one o'clock press conference from the Buffalo Diocese explaining where they stand, how they're going to move forward. And then after that, join Tom Bowerly as I'm sure he'll be discussing what we learn at that press conference. 803-0930, star 930. Where do you stand in all this? Taking your reactions here on WBEM. Let's go out to Williamsville and talk to Frank. Frank, good morning. Hey, Joe. This is not an easy phone call. You know, um, I want to start with the new bishop. Um, this is not a good start for him, in my opinion. He said he came and claimed about transparency. I haven't seen any transparency. I've seen him... I've seen him um, all I see is this, is this bankruptcy filing. Um, you know, we need from the priest, from the pulpit, we need some kind of admission. Uh, 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 we need transparency. We need to find out what happens if the priests get accused. They just disappear. They haven't talked about this scandal in my church from the pulpit once. They only refer to it as the, uh, the, the, the difficult situation or things like that. We need this thing to be cleared out. We need all the records to be that Siobhan was talking about to be made public. Otherwise, it's not going to end. And it's not, it, Malone was on your station a year or two ago talking about it was the end of it. There's no more cases. Well, they keep coming up, Joe. I, you know, I mean, it's just they don't understand. that. And this, to me, this is an, another one, this bankruptcy. This is just another shoe drop. And there's been so many shoes dropping. You think the church is like a centipede. They've got so many feet. To, but, but, but it's terrible that, that they haven't come totally clean. And I think they, they need to. Because what it's doing is it's, it's eroding the faith that the the, uh, the, the parishioners have in, in, in the church and in the, in, in the priests themselves. I mean, um, you know, Joe, there's this concept of confession. You, can, you, 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 you understand confession for Catholics, right? Yes, yes. All right, so we go in and we confess through the priest to God, and we're thinking, I'm going to go into confession and say my sins to somebody who, who's, who's a possible pedophile? I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just such a killer to the, to, the, to the bedrock of our faith that they don't come out and just say, exactly what uh, they, they and be transparent like this new bishop said he was going to be and it's just unfortunate that it's, it's like another kick in the in in, in the backside yeah when this stuff happens and, and frank i i think the um the impact of this could have been lessened if like you said they had released the records prior to filing bankruptcy and saying we have to file bankruptcy for for us but to prove it's not to cover anything out not to keep the cover-up alive here are all the records from the past. Sure. One, of the, one thing I want to talk about the priests themselves is that the parishioners, especially the older people, think that they, they're, they're sinless, okay? These priests are men, just like you and me. They sin, right? And for the guy who said the Catholic Church is built on guilt, well, in, yeah, he's kind of right. You know what? Joe, guilt's not a bad thing. What is, what is guilt? It's an emotion we have. When we do things that are wrong, we feel guilty, so we don't do them again, right? People who don't have guilt as an emotion for things they do wrong, they're, they're, what are they called, like, psych, um, psych, 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 psychotic? I mean, like, guys like Hitler and that, you know? Guilt's not a bad thing. But I, I just wanted to call to say, look, at, for the new bishop, open it up. Because you, you, until you open it up, and you think they would know, it's, it's not going to go away. It's just not going to go away. Nope. Frank, well put, man. You have a good weekend, okay? That's Frank in Williamsville. Let's go back to West Seneca, talk to Jim. Jim, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for taking the call. You got it, Jim. What do you got for us? Well, the thing about this is now that the lawyers have said that 
now that uh, turned to a financial thing. Well, it's been a financial thing right from the beginning. Uh, you know, I understand that there are victims, and those victims ought to be compensated. They ought to be compensated by the people that victimized them. Why should I pay for them? Why? Who is the diocese of Buffalo? I am the diocese of Buffalo. I am the church. I didn't. I'm not a pedophile. I didn't abuse anybody. But it's my money that they expect to go and pay these people. And you say it's not a financial thing. Well, I see in the paper last week that if you're suing the Catholic Church or the Boy Scouts, the lawyers are happy to take your case. But if you're suing just an individual priest, you got to put up $25,000. That's very compassionate of those lawyers. Give me $25,000. Jim, can I just can I just give you the, the county argument here? Yeah, I mean, all Catholics that give money to their church, that money goes to the diocese. But they also used their money for the cover-up. They used that money to move the priest to a different parish. So the diocese does stand somewhat guilty for the cover-up in these lawsuits. Some of these cover-ups took, these things took place 50, 60 years ago. They're coming out now. The people that there are, uh, some of the people that are being accused aren't even here to defend themselves. I know a couple of priests that have been accused that have been found not guilty. Now, what are they going to do with the rest of their lives? The people still think, oh, I saw your name in the paper. You were accused. That's all you ever see. You don't ever see anything in the paper about, hey, these people were accused and they're not. They haven't done anything wrong. But again, why should I have to pay for this? If there's a county truck driver that runs somebody over and he's drunk when he does it, why do I have to pay for it? Why not sue the person that did this? If it were, if you just sued the people that did this, that's fine. But I, I just don't understand. They always go after the people with the deep pockets. The Catholic Church has got a lot of money. Well, we'll take St. Mary's Church on Buffalo on Broadway over there, and we'll give that to the victims. Well, but, but you sell this now, and this is yours. But but Jim, if you go back and instead of covering up, covering it up, if they would have removed those priests when the initial complaints came in decades ago, then there wouldn't be a case. That I agree with you there. Fine, get the get the priests that did it. Get the people that covered it up. Even the people that covered it up are gone. They're dead. If Bishop Malone has done something wrong, sue Bishop Malone, not the Diocese of Buffalo. Why should I pay for Bishop Malone? All right. Jim in West Seneca. Jim, you have a good weekend. 803-0930, star 930. We'll take one more before the break. We'll go out to Amherst and talk to Julie. Julie, good morning. Hi. A couple of comments. Okay. First, there was a woman that called who was all worried about kids in schools. and yeah. Diane in Buffalo, yes. Yes, there are so many trainings that you go through as anyone. I'm a registered nurse. You have to go through any abuse, neglect, all kinds of trainings for prevention of abuse and recognition of abuse. And on that note, well, let me address the man who was upset about the lack of transparency. These people are in litigation. Their hands are tied, and I bet their mouths are corked off, too. Uh, that's something that you have to blame the lawyers for also. Now, why, the main reason I called is that as a registered nurse and any person who has to renew their license on a regular basis, which we do every few years, 
um, we have to take two courses all the time. Uh, we have to renew infection control procedures, and we have to renew our child abuse recognition and reporting stuff. I just did mine. I take the real classwork versus doing the online stuff because sometimes things come out in these classes that you won't necessarily get in the online version. The director from Child Protective Services told us uh, the other day that there is no national database for the cases being investigated for abuse, neglect, and even like child murder, stuff like that. Um, they, If someone is, um, you know, they have to investigate every single call, um, even the ones where the teenager doesn't want to give up her phone, throws it down her shirt and says it's abuse if you try to get my phone from me, and they'll call you in for that. But um, if somebody in this area has a call on abuse, they can just hop across the state line and the hands are tied. Now think about the bike path rapist case. Um, and I also am thinking about our current governor situation with the lack of giving out uh, social security numbers, whatever, to law enforcement. Um, when you have cooperating agencies, um, Altemio Sanchez got away with rape, violent rape and murder for 20 some years. They caught him in a matter of weeks once the local municipalities were able and willing to share their their case information. Uh, imagine uh, CPS, you know, the, this, uh, this director that was teaching the course was talking about this one person who was there. Oh, yeah, well, they're investigating with this kid. Well, yeah, my other kids. Well, where are your other kids? You know, they escape other States and there's no national database to protect children from um, abusers who just hop back and forth. So that being said, with the cover-up issue, look to your government, look to the legal eagles that um, keep going on and uh, litigating all kinds of things. And frankly, I think two-thirds of the look-back law is for money in their pockets because the 40- and 50-year-old cases um, and I am a me too from 40 years ago, by the way, um, 40 and 50 years gone by, um, you know, those cases are drying up, you know, Boston, they were pretty much run through that. So let's open it up in Buffalo. And yes, there's a lot to be done and the victims need justice. But I also think most of it is for money in the lawyer's pockets. And I, I've become very jaded after seeing uh, firsthand how, traffic court works um, with uh, certain things. And, and the, the tactics of personal injury lawyers just make me want to vomit. Um, I also have a degree in political science, and I learned in that uh, degree towards the end when I wasn't sure about whether or not I wanted to try to go to law school that, oh, yeah, law isn't right or wrong. It's two sides. It's all about winning these days. It's about who has the money to pay the lawyers, and that's why they go for the deep pockets. Um, in this state, we don't have caps on things, so um, they go for over and above the insurance stuff so they can settle for higher amounts. Every time I see an advertisement for how much is your case worth, well, look at the person on the other side who is wrongly accused, and um, you will see where their insurance goes, and that's why they're suing the diocese. They have the insurance, and all these priests are 
covered under the insurance, whether they're guilty or not. Uh, Julie, Julie, I got to cut you there because we're up against a hard break, but you have a good weekend, okay? Okay, thank you. Julian Amherst, thank you for the insight. 803-0930. Back to your calls after this. Joe Beamer here on the Friday show talking about the breaking developments. The Buffalo Diocese has filed for bankruptcy. Big press conference scheduled at 1 o'clock. You know it'll be here live on WBEN. But right now, let's go out to Medina and talk to Daryl. Daryl, good morning. Good morning, boss. How is it? It's all right, man. What do you think about all this? I uh, One thing before I get started. You need to call Dan Ray at WBZ Radio in Boston. I heard a conversation way back when, and I think our friend Bishop Malone was in a bad thing in Boston, and he got moved up here. What is there justice in the, this country or isn't there? These people did bad things. He covered it up. He's as bad as the guy who did the de- dirty deed. When are they gonna? When are they gonna lock him up? It's beginning to sound like uh, shades of Hillary Clinton. That that thing, the stuff needs to be taken care of. I don't care if they're a man. You're a man of the cloth or a corrupt politician, whatever. They, everybody should be dancing to the same fiddler. Is that, that's the best I can offer this morning. Uh, well, Daryl, do you agree with me, though? Let me ask you this. I agree with you, Joe. I want something done. Right. This could all, we could all start uh, a healing process if all the records were just released. And we all knew exactly what happened in the past. Because if you release records from the past... It illustrates you're not going to be doing the same thing in the future. Exactly. But how much of that stuff, think about it. Now, we know when crimes were committed in the past. Yes, the, the only way they ever got, uh, I'm trying to think of the gangster in Chicago. You know, I think everybody knows who I mean. The only way they got him, because they were silly enough to write it in a book. I guarantee you this stuff, any of this bad stuff, isn't written down. If it is, it's probably already gone to the bonfire. All right, Daryl in Medina. Have a good weekend, man. Opens up the line for you at 803-0930. And you guys heard me in the first hour. You know where I stand on this. And again, still the texts come in. Oh, it's all about the attorney's money. It's, you know, where were these victims so many years ago? And I I just want to ask you, what if it was you? Or what if it was your child? Would you be asking your child the same questions? Oh, why did it take you so long? Is this all about money? Is that all you want? You know, it the, the victims, A, you had the Child Victims Act, which gave them this opportunity to come forward. And it wasn't just the Catholic Church that had victims come forward. But it, there's no secret how long this has been going on. And I'll just reiterate what I said in the first hour. I can't believe how many people are angry and directing their anger towards those who exposed it. 
directing their anger towards the media, directing their anger towards the person who gave those a voice, like Charlie Speck, who spent a ton of time investigating this. You should be thanking those people. Exposing this gets it all out in the open. And in the long run, I don't know how many bishops you'll ha- will have to go through, but in the long run, exposing all of this will be for the better of the diocese, for the better of the Catholic Church. Your anger should not be directed at those people. Your anger should be directed at the Buffalo Diocese, at the past administrations, at the priests who abused, and at the priests and those who covered up the abuse. That's where your anger should be. Should not be directed at our text board. Should not be directed at the media. You should be angry at the people who were guilty and for those who continue to let it happen. That's where your anger should be directed. We got another hour. Remember, that press conference is at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. Bishop Ed will be addressing the media here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.